Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show, today is the 11th of June. I always love the 11th because of what we wrote about in Origins of Truth, but it is so cool that time just keeps on going. We keep on surviving no matter what the circumstances. We're having a heat wave out here, and I don't think it's going to stop, I think, until the weekend. So we're feeling the heat on so many levels, but... In it all, every day I go out, I see people happy to be out, happy to be together. The appreciation is not lost that we are in front of each other. I think on the 13th of June, the restrictions on dining in restaurants will be off and you can go in. That being said, and everything opening up as it is, we are spiking with COVID in L.A. County. I don't know about the other counties because it's so weird. Certain areas, it's like boom, and other areas, it's not, and no one really knows why. But population has a lot to do with it, and L.A. is heavily populated. So we are experiencing that, and I don't know what we can do about it other than let our immune systems fight it, and we can probably get to a herd immunity at some point. But, um, you know, we're in the thick of this. So let's just take care of each other. Let's take care of ourselves because we are going to be integrating again and keeping ourselves aware, just not losing sight. Because I know the younger we are, the easier it is, but sometimes not. So we we just don't know enough to know. So stay aware. Be cool. I've got two dreams, and I'm only taking two today because one of them is super long. But I have another one. I'm going to do the shorty first. And it's um, I will stay anonymous. So we'll keep it there because they didn't say yes or no. So I dreamed about my girlfriend. Now, this is. Um, I will say it's a woman because it's a friend. I dreamed about my girlfriend. In real life, she is pregnant. In my dream, she was having twins, but the connection between the twins wasn't fully okay. It seemed also that they were fighting, which was also a bit funny. She had two options, to deliver them now or to ask for help and carry the pregnancy full term. I advised her to get some help and to carry on with the pregnancy. That's it. Thank you. Well, this is very interesting because you are going back to the beginning of life and making the best decisions you can. It's like everything you do, you want to do it right. So here you have a friend that's pregnant, and in your dream, 
there has to be a conflict, right? Because pregnancy is a very tricky, tricky part of a woman's life because you just don't know what you're getting. You get pregnant and then all of a sudden (laughs) your hormones take over and not like hormones like, oh, you're so hormonal or so emotional or that. That's the baby stuff, no pun intended. But when you're pregnant, you realize that your body just knows what to do, just knows what to do. It's like you, you're, you don't even know you're pregnant yet, and it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and you feel like if you don't sleep, you're going to just fall down and fall asleep. Like, that's how much you need to sleep. And you don't even know you're pregnant yet. And you're like, gosh, why would I need to sleep like that? But our bodies draw from every part of us to begin building and supporting your pregnancy from day one. And most of the work in the later part, it's the physical work where the body's actually growing. But in the beginning, beginning, even before a woman knows the brain, the spine, all of that, and it draws from the mother. So mom gets real sleepy before she even knows she's going to be a mom. And so what you've done is you're saying, hey, I'm witnessing this very beginning. And I'm telling my friend not to rush. Take your time. And it was funny that the twins, that you decided they were twins, and that they were fighting because the fight is usually within the person, right? We ourselves have these two parts to us all the time. Should I do this? Shouldn't I? And then sometimes we go against ourselves, and then we say, why did I listen to that voice? Why did I listen to that thought? And it's really interesting how we get connected to our two selves as we get older. Like, hey, I'm not going to listen to you. That's not okay. I am going to do this right. To the advice that you gave, the biggest part of this dream is that you're the person who likes to go back to the beginning and fix it right. And that works in your favor. Some things, it's hard to go back to the beginning. You just have to say, this is where I'm at, and I'm going to make the best of it from today on forward. You don't have to go back and keep rewriting history. And this dream is telling you that you're ready to take things on as they are and make them better and do the right thing, do the best thing. Because the best thing really is for the mom to carry the baby. It's like a fruit off the tree. You want it to be as ripe as it can. The lungs will be fully developed. There will be all these different things that you need. Because one of my pregnancies, I went into labor in the seventh month. So I, I'm at the hospital, and they're telling me the, the mortality rate of seven months is actually only 30%. I think it has 70% chance of survival. And they're like, wow, you're lucky you're here in the seventh month. In the eighth month, we don't usually have that good of an outcome. And then in the ninth month, we obviously have the outcome. But for some reason, in the eighth month, there's something that 
isn't as um, opportune or ripe to deliver. But you're saying carry it out to the end. And I know if you haven't had a child yet, that's a lot of information, but it's really important to know because of what you said in, in the dream that your advice was to get the help, accept help, receive help, which a lot of people just don't want to do and don't like doing. For some reason, it interrupts their time. It interrupts their space. But it's very enriching to receive help. Very enriching. And you are allowing for others to do that. And that will be because you are now allowing for that to come to you. You don't feel like you have to know and do everything. You can have help to get to where you want to go. And a pregnancy is a great dream because it's all about new life, new thought, new growth, change of life, acceptance of change of life, all that comes behind pregnancy. Very interesting dream. So I hope that helped you and and that you know that you are ready to do what you need to do in life and you are ready to accept the right help, not just any help, but the right help that you would need and you will know that. So good luck with that. Let me know how that works out for you. So I have another dream, and it's a long one. So I'm going to read it all the way through since I did not. And this one is, um, I'm going to start it. I know, yeah, I wrote down a long dream that I thought you might have time for one of these days. If not this week, then whenever is fine. And it doesn't have to be anonymous either. Here goes the long dream. So since this doesn't have to be anonymous, it is um, a man by the name of Eric Hillis. I actually know him. He's come to two of my um, summits, and, and, and his beautiful wife was with him as well. And this is the long dream. I had a really long dream the other day, and I thought I would share as much as I can remember, and maybe you can get to some of it if you have time. In the first part of the dream, I was outside of some house that I didn't really know, and I heard from inside a woman calling my name. So I came inside, and she said, there's this other woman that I could help her since the other woman said she had a computer problem. She started wanting to describe the problem and then noticed that we were in a cramped small area of the room and apologized for the area being so small. Then the woman whose house it was said, it's no problem that I have been in that small space previously for some other instance that I couldn't recall, but I figured, yeah, I must have been there some time before. So there's some familiarity to you in your dream. You're, you're doing something you're, you already can do. So far, that's all I've got. So now we'll continue. So I asked, is the program a website or an application, and she said, how do I know the difference? And before I could answer, the room, which originally had just two, now had a bunch of people in it, and a voice from a man came behind me and said that I was, and said what I was thinking of saying, if it works in an airplane, it's probably an application. But if it needs a network, then it's a website. 
So she said it was an application, and I asked her for the source code, and then the man who answered the question went and got a bunch of cassette tapes and handed them to me. And I said, what are these? And they they all had my name on them, which I found weird. And I asked, how come they have my name on them? And then suddenly I recognized them as coming from a church I used to attend. So I said, oh, you got them from this church. And I said, anyway, these are not going to help me with the source code. Is this all you have? And then the man handed me a piece of paper with details about the software. And I was looking through it to try to find a website or something. And before I finished that, I found myself in a food court that I recognized, I guess because I was hungry and started looking for a place that I thought was in a particular location and saw that it was gone and assumed it must have been gone because of the COVID-19 issue. So I went a little further in and saw a place. It seemed dark, but it had a person I recognized sitting on a sort of balcony above seemingly taking orders. So I thought I should support the guy's restaurant if I can come. And I asked him, is the place open? And he said, well, yes, it is open, but the manager left. So I said, well, can I order something? And he said, sure, I'll give you a menu. And he handed me down a menu. And servers came out of the restaurant, which is below where he was standing, and started claiming that I would like the macaroni and cheese. So I said, okay, that sounds good, and started walking inside the restaurant and noticed a bunch of people in there eating and didn't know where to sit. So I walked out of the restaurant and up some stairs and noticed a bunch of movie theaters, but I was high on a ledge and just fell off the ledge. So I decided to jump off anyway, even though it seemed very high. Upon reaching the bottom, I decided to jump on the other side of the place and started floating in the air, which I often do in dreams, and I found if I wave my hands like a bird, I can gain altitude slowly but surely. So I just assumed this was a normal thing to do or to be doing and didn't figure out I was dreaming, but a bunch of people were watching me and asking what's going on with that guy. As I floated into another room with a bunch of people, and they started saying that I was using magic tricks to float and were looking for strings holding me up, and these people decided to sit on my legs, which no one has ever done in any previous dreams, and I was able to carry them with my legs, whose head were horizontal, or maybe hands, my legs, whose head were horizontal out in front of me, but the people sitting on my legs were kind of heavy, so I guess that was enough of a strange situation, and I woke up. Sorry for the long dream, but it was interesting. I could remember so much, and I usually don't remember anything about my dream, so I figured I would send it. Oh, Eric, it sounds like a lot was going on, right? A ton is going on. You're in a small place. A woman calls your name. Someone needs your help. You go in to help. Then some guy comes to assist. He brings up your past. You said, my past can't help me. So then you say, that's not what I need. The woman comes back and says, hey, you know what? You'll all fit in this space. 
and this is what's going on with the computer, which was like a small issue for you. And then COVID-19 kind of spawned its way in there. And it's just like the setup. You know how you have a setup of a, a backstory for the story? So your backstory was who you were. The old church, someone needing help with computers. That's probably who you are now in many ways. But also, you know, the space is cramped and people don't know a lot about computers. But you know you can help. And someone came to assist you, which is the bigger part of it. It's not about the woman who called you. It's not about the woman you're helping. But there was like a little helper there in your dream. And he showed you your past and you knew that your past was your past. And you said, hey, I don't need that. Basically, I got this. I know what I'm thinking now. I know I used to be searching when I was there and now I feel like I've landed. I'm really comfortable with what I know right now, and that is working for me. So that's been solidified in that first part of your dream. But let's go into the second part about nothing is as it seems. And that's what you actually know. The, the old part of the old cassette tapes, you understand that those are old cassette tapes. Even the fact that they were cassettes tells you how old they were because my kids don't even, I don't think, and they're, my daughter's 30, I don't think that they know if I said what a cassette was, what a cassette is. I just don't think that they would know. So now we're coming up to today because COVID-19 brought you to 2020. Not only 2020, but to this new world of thinking. So you leaped from past to present in this first part of your dream. Then you need food. So now you're saying, hey, got to take care of my basic needs. You're in the moment, and you go to a restaurant, and you find out there is food. You don't see people, but then you see people just like in the other first part, you didn't see many people and all of a sudden there were a lot of people. That alone is telling you that you are comfortable in the crowd you are in, whether it's work, whether it's church, whether it's home, whether it's in in your spiritual world, whether it is in your hobbies, whatever it is, you are saying, hey, I can be around others like me I no longer feel like I'm just thinking this by myself. It's a very progressive dream. But I want to talk about you walking in, seeing all the people, and realizing that there was still something, something that others don't know about you. But you know it about you. You believe in yourself. You know what you know. In the second part of the dream, even with all the people in the restaurant, you trying to find a place to sit, you walk out, and it looked like you had to fall. But your brain didn't look at it as a fall. Your brain looked at it 
as an opportunity to fly. When I first read that and you said you decided to jump off anyway, it was like you didn't have a choice. You were high on a ledge and you just fell off. While you're falling, you decide, or right before you actually knew you were going to fall, you turned the fall, which is a, oh, that happened to me, I'm the victim, to an empowering thought of, well, I'm not falling, I'm, I'm jumping off. I'm jumping off. That is the biggest part of your whole dream, is how you turn that thought around in a dream where you normally cannot control the story. People have tried, but the minute you close your eyes, you're a free-for-all because your brain is taking in all your information day in and day out. Whether you are conscious of it or not, it's taking you in and then giving you feedback. All it knows how to do. What you put in is what comes out. That's why I always say Start. Whatever you want to do, start it. Because once you start it, your brain's like, oh, yeah, okay, know what to do. But when just this sentence, and I would highlight it, upon reaching the bottom, I decided to jump to the other side of the place and started floating in the air, which I often do in dreams. And I found if I wave my hands like a bird, I can gain altitude, slowly but surely. So I just assumed this was a normal thing to be doing and didn't figure out I was dreaming. But a bunch of people were watching me and asking, what's going on with that guy? This is the secret sauce of life. You knowing that you can turn a bad situation or what sounds like horrific, falling off an edge, into a positive situation for yourself. And because you have that belief, and you understood that you're not stopping yourself from falling, you're going to fly instead. And you also knew that you weren't just going to fly by being desperate. You were going to be you were going to fly one step at a time. You you knew that if you just flapped, not in crazy, oh my god, I'm scared and I couldn't breathe and I I, I wanted to wake up from this nightmare. But instead, it was uh I'll gain I'll gain altitude slowly but surely. So confident. So confident that it was normal to you to think that. It's like you knew what to do. What happened in the part with the woman and you were asking her questions is you were trying to pinpoint her issue because you knew if you had the right information, you could fix her issue. And a lot of times when somebody from a computer world asks anybody, especially like me, for something like that, I have to ask them exactly what does that mean so that I know what information to give you, if I even know that information. But you knew you knew the information. You just had to find out what information you needed. 
And the same thing, same track of thinking transferred to falling, turning into flying. Think of that. Your brain knows, oh, Eric, you don't fall, you fly. And heck, that's normal to you. And then you realize that it's actually not to other people. But you're like floating around, checking things out. And then people tried to bring you down. They wanted to sit on your legs and stop you from flying. And you're like, heck, it's a little heavier, but come on. And that's where your dream is talking to you, telling you that no one can bring you down. Even if they try, you know you can still fly. And if anyone's hurting your feelings or has hurt your feelings or made you feel like you couldn't do something or tried to take away from you, those people did not get away with that method to get to you for long. You overcame everything just like you did with the flying, slowly. In your brain, it's a normal thing to take lemons and turn them into lemonade. It showed up twice in your dream. Computer doesn't work. Heck, I know that stuff. That's what I do. Tell me what's going on. I can fix it. Dr. Computer. Then you get over here and you're in a place and you're going to you're going to get hurt. But you don't see it as getting hurt. So your brain automatically takes you to a place of fixing of dealing with, of creating a better outcome, an unexpected outcome, over and above anything you actually could have dreamed of, hence the dream. But the fact that people tried to bring you down, tried to clip your wings, but they didn't come up at the wings where you could see them, obviously, they figured, oh, we'll sit on his legs. We'll stop him. And you're like, hey, come for the ride. Come for the ride. Now, in previous dreams, this is the other part of it. No one has ever done that to you before. You'll fly, but you'll just fly by yourself. But now that you've gained momentum and you've gained strength in who you are, You're ready to take on helping others who can't see. You are ready to see that you can help others who can't see. And it's not by telling them. It's by being who you are already. Your actions speak for you. Previous dreams, when it was just you, You were in your growth mode. This is how you were learning you. And you were kind of pushing the envelope as to who you are. And you pushed it enough 
to come out in that cycle in life about pay it forward or give back or all those kinds of sayings, even though you may have been doing that all along, you're understanding now that you have the strength to carry a load, to really carry a load, to make a difference. And you can have a whole colony sit on your legs and you are still going to fly. Which means that people can look at you, look at your stories, hear your stories of how you got to today in your life. And they will learn from you because you learned from yourself. It's like having a one-seater car and now you have a bus. You can fill that bus and you can drive those people to see some of the most beautiful destinations and they will all be internal. Just by you driving the bus, just by being kind, just by offering words of wisdom. And words of wisdom would be, hey, this worked for me. I don't know if it will work for you, but it did work for me. This is a great, empowering dream. I hope that helped you. I can't believe the show's over. It is like I got 10 seconds left. I will see you guys tomorrow on Question Friday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.